led us to this moment with uh, single subject appropriations bills. And in fact, the only work we've gotten done has been with a political gun to the speaker. So you've head. gotten that accomplished. The former speaker, I should say. You've gotten say. the speaker out said, what's next? Well, the next we've got to elect a new speaker. Sorry, guys. How long do you think it's going to take? Are you running for governor of Florida in 2026? No. Excuse me. If nobody you support can get to 18, how long does this go on? What do you say to Mr. Trump who says uh, the the, the infighting isn't helping? No comments, Mr. Trump, on his truth. I made a comment about that earlier. You may have missed it. What do you think is going to be next? How soon will there be another speaker election? I think we just lost the feed. Uh, you're in the war room. It is a historic day. Tuesday, 3 October in the year of our Lord 2023. If we can get that feed back up, let's go ahead and take it. Uh, that is Matt Gates talking about where we go from here. Obviously, an incredible day. And I want to say that we have to have steely resolve. For It's not a time uh, for celebration. It's not a time for... Um, f- uh, not remembering our task and purpose. The task and purpose of this show is provide a platform for activists, uh, for the MAGA movement, for uh, President Trump and his followers to help save this republic, to in fact make America great again. And today was a historic and epic battle. Uh, I think the final vote was 216 to 210 with eight, uh, a hard eight. Uh, is what drove it. If we have, I tell you, we're going to play some quick packages. I'm going to come back in. If we get Matt Gates uh, live up there over at Capitol Hill, anything we can pick up. Uh, right now, people should know, I think they're going to go back in a conference. There is um, a lot of hate and discontent focused on the, uh, on the eight uh, that, uh, that were able to pull this off, to basically remove a Speaker of the House for the first time in American history, has never been done in the history of this republic. A motion to vacate was called back in, I believe, 1910 by uh, one of the strongest uh, speakers ever, Joe Cannon. Uh, he did that to stop a rebellion on the House floor, so he called it on himself and was able to win. Um, Matt Gates and others have worked on this for a long time and tried to work with the speaker, and I think made an incredible case. For those of you that have, did not see the debate on the, uh, on the floor, it was, uh, I think, quite amazing. But for the War Room audience, many of the arguments put forward to remove uh, former Speaker McCarthy were things you've heard before. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's, do we have the package? Let's jump into the package. Once again, a historic day. For the first time in the history of the United States of America, a sitting Speaker of the House has been removed by the House of Representatives. Right now, they're, they're supposed to go McHenry, who was not happy. We'll show you that clip. He was selected by McCarthy to be the interim uh, president pro tem of the House. Uh, he banged the gavel down like a nine-year-old. Uh, he was steamed. He and Garrett Graves, the two architects of the, uh, of the debt deal. And I will tell you, I think it's the McCarthy not living up to his uh, commitments McCarthy not doing really anything on the impeachment or really an oversight, not saying subpoenas. But I think most of all is the horrific deal they cut uh, with Biden to let Biden basically have uh, two years of $15 trillion unlimited deficits. And now we've got $2 trillion this year. It's the financial condition of the country. I believe uh, I kind of stopped watching it as we got into the House vote. But Wall Street had a terrible day today. The uh, chickens are coming home to roost 
on the uniparty globalist elite that have ruled this country. And today, a grassroots revolt removed a sitting Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, for the first time in American history. Let's play. We've got a package we're going to play. Let's go ahead and play the package, and I'll jump back in. We're trying to get uh, a lot of people up on Skype, but they're going into a conference right now. Uh, Newt Gingrich put an editorial in the Washington Post, an op-ed in the Washington Post today, and Newt Gingrich called for the Republican conference to uh, throw out Matt Gates out of the Republican conference. And they're back in the conference right now, and I'm sure it's going to be quite heated. So we're going to get plenty of updates. But just uh, for this War Room audience, this was your work. This was your work. And 202-22531, you should give attaboys to the men and women that stood in the breach. And I think the biggest surprise today was Nancy Mace of South Carolina voted for the rule to get it to voted against the, the motion to stop it, which was the first parliamentary tactic that uh, that uh, McHenry and Graves and McCarthy tried to do to delay this vote. Then they went to the vote and she was one of the hard eight. So um, a historic day. We're going to have a lot of con. Uh, content in the next two hours about this. Many of the arguments for those of you, and I think we had over 30,000 or more on, on Getter and more than that on Rumble, I believe it was, watching in real time. Uh, you saw many of the arguments uh, made uh, were, were arguments you've heard in the boardroom time and time and time again. Just to repeat, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, has been uh, removed as Speaker. There's an interim Speaker and uh, so don't rest on your don't rest on your shovels. Uh, they're coming hard now. The Uniparty is not taking that. Already, I'm, my uh, phone is blowing up with the uh, the pure hate that they have for the MAGA movement. The pure hate they have for the hobbits. They're blaming you for this uh, as well. They should. We're giving you credit, but they're giving you blame. Okay, let's play the package, and I'll jump back in here in a moment. We need a speaker who will fight for something, anything, besides just staying or becoming speaker. If there was ever a time to fight with $33 trillion in national debt, a $2 trillion deficit this year, 40-year high inflation, 20-year high interest rates, a downgraded credit rating, and for the first time in modern history, the polls showing, despite all the help of the media blaming Republicans in the House, the polls showed that the public was blaming Biden and the Democrats for an imminent shutdown. If not fight now, when would we fight? Now is and was the time. With the Democrats driving the fiscal bus off the cliff at 100 miles an hour, we cannot simply be content to be the party that slows it down to 95 just so we can sit in the front seat and wear the captain's hat. Our current debt and our spending trajectory is unsustainable. We need a speaker, ideally somebody who doesn't want to be speaker and hasn't pursued that at all costs for his entire adult life, who will meet the moment and do everything possible to fight for the country. A red line was crossed for me, I regret, on Saturday and chose regret that I must vote against the motion to table as I did and to vote to vacate the chair. And I yield back. My colleague says we've passed the strongest border bills in history. Well, guess what? Look at the border right now. We didn't use sufficient leverage in the debt limit or in any other thing to actually get results on the border. The border is a disaster, really something I don't think you're going to be campaigning on that you fix the border. Second, you said you streamlined regulations. What the gentleman from Louisiana doesn't tell you is that all of the regulatory reform he was just bragging about is waivable by the stroke of a pen of someone in the Biden White House. 
Do you really think you've got anything for that? It's a total joke. And then finally, the welfare to work that the gentleman from Louisiana said we got. The welfare programs that they said that they streamlined with their welfare to work stuff, they're actually going to grow. Because while they did work requirements, they blew out those programs with expanded eligibility. I'm real glad you guys didn't put work requirements on Medicaid. It probably would have resulted in Medicaid expansion. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time. And you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you. I reserve. Once again, the chair would admonish by November 17th. That's when we're supposed to see that the conference committees have come together, both sides, and we've resolved this. I don't believe that that's going to happen. It wasn't going to happen before. You were, you were betting on the come again. At some point, I'd urge you to stop betting on the come and bet on the reality. That's why I can't support the speaker any longer. I'll be uh, voting for the motion to vacate. Yield back. Gentleman from Florida. Yeah, I'm here to solve problems too, but we have decade after decade of history showing us that you don't solve any problems with continuing resolutions and omnibus bills. That creates more problems, more debt, more inflation, more pain for American families. So the way to solve problems is to break the fever dream of governing by continuing resolution and omnibus bill and instead return to the very single subject spending bills that we will only get if my resolution passes to vacate Speaker McCarthy. I reserve. On this vote, the yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. The Honorable the Speaker, House of Representatives, sir. This is to notify you that the first name on the letter received by the clerk pursuant to Clause 8B, 3B of Rule 1 is the Honorable Patrick T. McHenry of North Carolina. Signed sincerely, Kevin F. McCumber, Acting Clerk. Pursuant to Clause 8B, 3 of Rule 1, I will now, now act as Speaker Pro Tem. The Chair will inform the members of the House the following. The office of the Speaker was rendered vacant pursuant to the adoption of House Resolution 757. Upon a vacancy in the office of Speaker, Clause 8B3 of Rule 1 provides that the next member on a list submitted by the Speaker pursuant to the rule acts as Speaker Pro Tem until the election of a new Speaker and bestows the authorities of the office of Speaker upon the Speaker Pro Tem to the extent necessary and appropriate to that end. In the opinion of the chair, prior to proceeding to the election of a speaker, it would be prudent to first recess for the relative caucus and conferences to meet and discuss the path forward. Accordingly, pursuant to Clause 12A of Rule 1, the chair declares the House in recess subject to the call of the chair. 
That, ladies and gentlemen, is history. Today, for the first time in American history, only for the second time, I think, in the entire history of the Republic, uh, did this come about a motion to vacate. Last time was uh, 1910. I'm not sure. I don't think it's happened before. 1910, and that was defeated. Today, a motion to vacate, and they tried to put up a parliamentary to table it. They lost that with 11 uh, Republican votes. And then uh, in the actual to remove McCarthy as speaker, uh, we had eight. The hard eight, with the big surprise being Nancy Mace, uh, joined in. And she said later that the reason she joined in is that McCarthy had lied to her too many times. That he had promised her things that he you know, went back and, and promised somebody else. Let's just go through the history. The argument that was made, and it was a very concise argument. It was a Bob Good of Virginia started off, and then Matt Gates was kind of the organized uh, the, uh, the, the prosecution in this. They made the case that you've heard here in the war room many, many times, that from January, from January, many commitments were made about regular order, a new set of rules, all of that. Also oversight and investigations. Also securing the southern border. And particularly things about getting the country's finances correct. And they went through everything, including the first deal that we didn't love, the first debt deal. Remember that? Was it limit, save, grow? They had the three-and-a-half-dollar deficit. We weren't crazy about it, but for one year. And then talked about the retrade on that. Talked about the, the, the terrible situation of the country's finances and not really stepping up to Biden. In fact, giving him free reign. They couldn't get around that argument. They put up Cosmo Man Graves. They put up McHenry with the bow tie. That's McHenry angry at the end, banging the gavel, almost breaking the, the neck of it. They're furious. Don't think this is not a final victory by any. They're, they're right now, they are seething in this town because for one brief shining moment, we defeated the cartel that runs this city. They're just not going to sit there. Like I said, this is, this is the evening of, uh, this is the early morning hours of 2016 all over again, 8 November, the early morning of the 9th. When Donald Trump was declared by Associated Press to be president-elect of the United States, they're not going to pat you in the head and say, this is lovely. Let's just toss you the keys. They're not going to sit there. Oh, this is great. The hobbits, the war room posse, the, the cadre. Yeah, they want to remove. They want to set up a new set of rules and get back to really governing like you should with an open process, with appropriations, with doing massive cuts of spending. No. This is now going to be a range war because they have seen that we can deliver and they're just not going to sit there. The lobbyists in town, the money in this town, the uniparty in this town. Okay. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing 
that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. On this vote, the yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The Office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant. Okay, uh, welcome back. A day of monumental history I would say this would go down um, along with, uh, you know, the big steal in 3 November of 2020. It will go down in uh, the night, early morning hours of the 9 November in the year of our Lord 2016, where President Trump was declared president-elect of the country. This is a huge, huge victory for the grassroots, for the hobbits, for the people that the city says doesn't count. Guess what? You do count. Now... Uh, and I realize a lot of people want to celebrate, and there's time for sit there and go, hey, good work. But remember, this is, as we've come close a couple of times and close to those defeats, and we fight the next day, they're going to fight, and they got tremendous power. I cannot tell you how furious they are right now. Because this came down to really the principles of governance. This came down to, and he had, I think, the shortest speakership since 1876, I think, um, if I remember correctly, in that tumultuous time after the Civil War of a Speaker of the House. So I think he made it, what, uh, almost, what, nine months, longer than nine months, maybe. For those of you, uh, and particularly in Trump, uh, these massive red districts that had so many of these congressmen vote. And by the way, Commander Zinke, and you're a good man. You've been a colleague. I work like crazy to make sure that we get you in his interior. Uh, your response today was unacceptable. Instead of just saying nay, you said no, never. Uh, and I believe you're going to bring a primary challenge to you from somebody that's truly MAGA, because you, sir, are not. And it was a disgrace to what you did today. For someone that's had your service to the country, just outrageous. But a lot of people ought to be thinking about primary challenges. Everybody, every grassroots, and particularly in these big MAGA red districts, in these big MAGA red districts where you had this establishment. And then can we get, can we get the clip where, where they accuse uh, Gates of – see, Gates went out and he put out – because he doesn't take PAC money. He doesn't take lobbyist money uh, from the corporate – that's the way this town runs – he actually, uh, he actually went up and, uh, you know, he went out for these fundraisers people put online because he gets, you know, $10, $20 donations. And they criticized him. They held it up there on the thing. Uh, Cosmo Man, Graves. 
Graves and McHenry. McHenry, like a little girl, you hit the thing hard, like a little nine-year-old boy hit the thing hard. You're all upset. You're all angry. Graves, you're all angry down there in the pit. You're yelling and screaming, accusing, accusing uh, uh, Gates of using this to fundraise. No. As Gates came back to you and said, hey, I don't take your lobbyist money. I don't take, I don't, he doesn't deal the way this town deals. Graves, you and McHenry were the lead negotiators and the architects of the doom of Kevin McCarthy. And finally, because of this platform and some other platforms, people were able to see what the lies are. They're able to see the lies are. Look at the capital markets today. Why the capital markets? They're not, it's not because of this. The capital markets are because interest rates, the long bond, the 10-year treasury, the 30-year, all of them are blowing through 45 4.8%, 5%. The system of our country, the economic system, because of the financial crisis of 2008, that was never solved because all they did was a massive infusion of Federal Reserve cash and taking interest rates to near zero, which didn't really help you. It helped the oligarchs run this country. Because of that, these guys just think it's like old times. They don't understand the math. Right now, we are in a crisis, and that crisis for any adult can see it. Jamie Dimon said, hey, I think interest rates are going to 7%. We know, and you know as an audience, and that's why you had the back of these people, and quite frankly, the arguments on the other side rang so hollow. Kevin McCarthy's accomplished so much, and particularly Jim Jordan, for you to stand up and say the oversight, you haven't, Jordan and Comer, their constituents to call their office and ask a simple question. Didn't Kevin McCarthy's guys, didn't Kevin McCarthy's lawyers restrict you from sending out any subpoenas? Matt Gates said he hadn't even subpoenaed Hunter Biden. You haven't done anything. And as Natalie Winters so, so um, brilliantly said this morning, that this is not the managed decline of the country, this is the accelerated decline, and that all of these, all of these hearings are performative. And she actually thinks, hey, I think it was done on purpose so you don't get that muzzle velocity you get that you need on something, and now nothing's scheduled. The principal reasons for this, we have put up on the show time and time and time again, and it showed that the audience understood it, and people and their constituents back home understood it. 202-225-3121. Find out if your member that represents you is part of the hard eight. And even the ones, Corey Mills and those guys have voted to, to, make, to, get, the, to get this, to, to stop the, uh, the motion table. They get kind of an attaboy. At least they were there for part of the journey. But I would ask them why you were not there for the whole journey. But for the others, nope, sorry. You've had all the evidence in front of you. And, and, and I'll be brutally frank. The arguments for... McCarthy to stay were just nothing more than the nomenclature and mumbo jumbo and gaslighting. We've accomplished more. He's done more. Oh, we've passed HR two. You had the votes and HR. Where's HR two? Then even when you put it in your even when you put it in your CR, you took out E-Verify. You've done nothing. We have every opportunity now to choke down DHS and to do something, take action. Sequester money, fight, fight, fight 
to secure the southern border. You've done nothing. You've gone down for a couple of optics and then you pass some bill. They don't they don't enforce the law today on the financial side. And they're sitting there four trillion dollars. Will you stop? All that's in the out years. It never happens. Oh, we had more, you know, the biggest budget cut. We don't buy it anymore because we do the math and you've got to send up smarter people than Graves and McHenry to sell it because they're just not smart enough. They're just not tough enough and they're just not good enough. And they got fired today along with McCarthy. Now, hey, if you don't think that they're plotting right now about their comeback, and I mean putting Kevin McCarthy right back up and calling our bluff and saying, okay, tough guys, you got us. But Fox all night long, oh, these are Democrats. This is eight radicals that sided with Democrats to remove a guy that's accomplished so much. Just watch. Fox is going to be all systems go on this. All systems go. Newt Gingrich, to his long dishonor, in an op-ed today called for Matt Gates to be bounced out of the Republican conference, that he was a problem. Speaker Gingrich, you're going to have to, you know, I think show us that, uh, what do you mean by that? And that sounds like swamp talk coming from a big old crocodile, right? Yeah, that sounds like swamp talk. Got the moss all over you, down in that thing, the eyes just come up. Yeah, the big comes up, the big jaw comes up, and let's throw Gates out of the conference. That'd be good. Matt Gates today was absolutely magnificent. And you know one of these shifted? There's not one of those guys who could stand up and match go match go toe to toe with him as a thinker on his feet, as understanding the signal, not the noise. In fact, there was a female representative, I think from Iowa. We'll find out. I think from Iowa that said she used my she used the signal and noise. Don't we haven't we trademarked that? Didn't we copyright that? She's saying all the same. Here's the signal for you, ma'am. You're a rhino. And I don't believe your district is a rhino district. Go look it up. Check it out. Grace and Moe put up what the vote was. Check it out. If, you're, if your representative is not in the hard eight, I respectfully submit you call them and in a conversation with their staff or with them on the phone or say we should have a town hall immediately and they have to explain their vote. And, 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 and spare me the ridiculousness of this is the most successful speaker in history. This has accomplished more in history. Where are the subpoenas and where are the investigations? We're 10 months in it. Where are they? They're nowhere. Where's the weaponization committee? Not even meet anymore. Where's the COVID, uh, where's the COVID, you know, find the Wuhan lab committee. Where's that? Where are all those? Nowhere. Where, where's, where's the impeachment of Mayorkas? Where's the impeachment of Merrick Garland? Where's the impeachment of Chris Ray? Where's the impeachment of Joe Biden? They're no, all nowhere. The uh, the comedy hour you had a couple of weeks ago that was humiliating. The Democrats chopped you up all day. We've got more than enough evidence. He took bribes from the Chinese Communist Party and he took bribes from Ukraine. And we've got the receipts over in Treasury. How hard is this? And I don't want to hear you whining in this because McCarthy has held back the subpoenas. McCarthy held them back. It's an open secret in this town. If you're going to have an adult conversation, let's have it. Let's stop the kitty talk. This is the reason you got fired and your name will live in infamy because you got terminated today for the first time in American history as Speaker of the House. Do not think 
This is like one of those kids, the vampire movies, like like four endings. Hey, the, the vampire's about to come, is about to come back. These these ghouls, these zombies. You think they? You think this? Oh, this is terrific. The Warren Posse and the MAGA movement, and the Hobbits did this. They're going. That's great. Let's just toss them the keys. Let's do everything different. Let's stop all taking all the money. Let's turn it over to them. Let's turn it to the good government guys. Total transparency. That's what they're thinking of that right now. Total transparency. They're thinking about how to come back and screw everybody who had anything to do with this. You're about to see what Smash Mouth is because they're rolling and they're going to roll hard. The question is, can we roll hard? We'll answer that next in the war room. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner. And you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com. Publicsq.com. Clarity on something you said as you were going into the House chamber. You said... Um, you were deciding on how to vote, uh, whether to side with your friend, Kevin McCarthy, or your your conscience, um, but that he called you and he said something that, in your view, belittled your faith because you were praying on how to vote. Can you explain how that conversation uh, went? Yeah, he just basically uh, said something that I thought belittled me and my belief system. And, you know, I'd, that that pretty much sealed it with me right there. I thought that showed the character of the man. And um, I, you know, I was I wanted to listen to him. I was wanting to talk to him. I wanted to do it a long time ago. I was wanting to do it while we were, uh, I went in Congress to talk uh, the, the six weeks we were on break from August through uh, the first two weeks in September. And yet it, I said to him during the conversation, I wish you hadn't waited until right now to call me. Yeah, that's odd. I, you know, members of Congress or uh, political leaders, 
Americans in general saying that they're going to prey on something is a fairly well, common a, thing to say. It's not. What did he say? It, it's not just me. Uh, you know, I'm not just saying that. I mean, I do. I, I sweat over these issues. I worry about right. the single moms working two jobs in my district and that we're taking in $5 trillion and we don't have the discipline and we spend $7 trillion. You know, I, have, I worry about that and the decreasing value of the dollar. I talked about how the shutdown of three or four days was, would have been terrible on working folks, but it would have been worse if our whole system collapsed. And I just can't get this conference to understand that we are going down a down, off a cliff financially and you know we, we we were downgraded for the first time or second time i think and the in the the agency said really two reasons one was leadership and one was fiscal maturity over the last 20 years so it cuts both parties but i was elected to do that to be fiscally responsible and dadgummit that's what i'm gonna do so who do you think might have the votes to be speaker of the house because in order to you for you to proceed on a, a, a mature fiscal path, as you're saying, you need a leader. Who? Tom Cole, Tom Emmer, Steve Scalise, who, who do you think might have the votes uh, to lead your party and the, and the House? All three of those would be excellent choices, and I think they can do an excellent job. They're honorable men, to me at least, and they've never, they've never openly mocked me anyway, and they, they, they sure as heck have always kept their word to me. So, And there's several others that have whispered in my ear during all this and of course i don't want to out them i understand that they have to keep their their secrecy about them but there there are several milling around that are that are very interested in doing this another um mark green from tennessee is somebody that people have been talking about so there are several out there that people are talking about i'm sorry but like i just find this so shocking what exactly did he say to mock your faith sir it really doesn't matter um it was just the fact that i'd I publicly stated on your station, I think this morning, that I that I was praying about it, and I was, you know, I had two paths to go: either go with my friend or go with my conscience. And I was praying that God would tell me what to do, which He does. You know, my daddy fought in the Pacific in the Second World War, and he talked about prayer a lot. And we were, the Burchetts are praying people, and and so um, I asked God for for to show me what the right thing to do is. And I'm not proselytizing to you; I'm not trying to save your soul, but that's the path I go down on a lot of on a lot of bills. I pray for my wife. I pray for my daughter. I pray for my enemies. I pray for the speaker. I pray for this president, you know, and when things come up, I, I pray for his son. And I, as a Christian, that's what I'm supposed to do. But when someone mocks me like that and mocks my religion, and honestly, the Bible is pretty clear about God being mocked. So I, I, that, 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 that's what sealed it right there for me. I said, this is not the, this is not the quality or the character of person that I want as Speaker of the United States. Yeah, I can't understand that at all. Do you expect um, that before you go to bed tonight, sir, that you'll have a new Speaker? I have no earthly idea, brother. I do not know that. I could, I, if you know that, you, you're a bigger insider than I thought you were. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, sir. Good to see you. Thank you, brother. It's always a pleasure. All right. Let's uh, talk this over. Okay. Uh, by the way, this is so much breaking news, obviously. We're trying to get it. Don Bacon, though, one of our favorites. No, Don Bacon, the Air Force. He's dumb even for an Air Force general. Tells reporters he'd support expelling Matt Gates from the House GOP conference after the vote to oust McCarthy. Uh, Bacon, you should know there's an active campaign around to make sure that we get the single best primary challenge to you. You, sir, are a disgrace. And one of the reasons you're a disgrace, 
you're a freaking moron, and all you do is run your mouth. So uh, I want you to defend the votes. And, and Mr. Air Force General, uh, can you defend your votes this year? Can you defend your uh, f- for the debt ceiling? Can you tell us that you, did you know we're going to be a two over two trillion dollars deficit when you had that vote, sir? Don Bacon, General Don Bacon, because you're running around. You, you, you didn't see a mic you don't like, but you got to back it up with some thought. So understand, and everybody should call the representative now. This is your victory. 202-225-3121. Ask them. Please, you saw the thing. We'll play it again later. The defense of McCarthy was sad. Was sad. They rolled up a bunch of people, and they had said nothing. Most successful. We've passed, talked about a bunch of messaging bills they've passed. Uh, and then a couple of them actually said, tried to sell the massive cuts that are coming from the debt ceiling deal. Are you kidding me? That was in the out years of ephemeral. You had, how could you sit there when you tried to sell, it was going to have under a trillion dollar deficit. You got $2 trillion now. How can you sell any of this? It's not sellable. You didn't understand what you were doing. Look at the markets today. Look at the bond market. I hope if you've got money in a bond portfolio, open up the envelope from your, uh, from your broker, from your money manager, read them and weep. Because the interest rates were going on the long bond and the, and the, and the 10-year and the 30, all this, you're getting eviscerated. How, much, how many hundreds of billions of dollars in unrealized losses are sitting on the balance sheets of these banks, which are going to have to bail out. Remember, remember, uh, remember SVP, SVP, SVB, Sierra Victor Bravo. Remember that? Remember that fiasco in the spring? And you can't blame this on Biden. Yes, of course, Biden, the Democrats are under control. That was supposed to be your responsibility. And you sat there and tried to sell this. Can we please have, I'd like to have Garrett Graves and then Matt Gates's response where he calls him out. If we can play those back to back, just want, want Garrett Graves calling out Matt Gates about Matt Gates fundraising off this. By the way, going to this audience, so you hit Matt Gates with a ten or a twenty. You saw, and you can talk about Daniel Webster. You can talk about Henry Clay. You can talk about, you know, all, all this that happened in the House of Representatives or the Senate up in the Capitol. You saw today history, obviously. It's never been done in American in the history of this republic to remove a sitting speaker. But what was amazing, it was kind of Matt Gates versus them all. He took on all the comers. I want you to compare and contrast the sad, ridiculous Fox talking points. It's the same nonsense. It was kind of Fox News versus War Room. That's what it was. And most of your representatives buy into the Fox News talk, Republican RNC talking points. You ought to call them up and challenge them on that. Said, hey, what we fought for in January. Remember, January, this is agents of chaos. And we have to get going because, boy, we got to get off and we got to start uh, uh, impeaching Mayorkas. We got to start securing the southern border. Has any of that happened? I think I looked yesterday and 260,000 illegal alien invaders came across, and that's what they count. There's another couple hundred thousands. Let's say 300, 350, 400,000. You know, 260,000 that they actually count, that's 26 combat divisions. 26 combat divisions. 
only, I think, 150,000 troops hit Normandy on day one, the beach. So it's a time and a half again or more. Let's go. We're going to pay. We're going to have Cosmo Man. Graves, who gave you just tonight, McCarthy, when you're licking your wounds, you and Frank Luntz. Remember, it's Graves and, and, and McHenry you gave authority to that cut the debt deal that led to your demise. At least your demise now, because I think the vampires always come back. Let's go ahead and play Garrett uh, Graves. I want to see Matt, uh, Matt Gates's response. I keep wondering, what is going on? Are we redefining what conservative is? What's going on in this country today? What's going on in this body? Where you have Freedom Works Heritage, Chip Roy and Jim Jordan say something's conservative, and these folks say it's not, and they're right. And all of a sudden, my phone keeps sending text messages. Text messages saying, hey, give me money. Oh, look at that. Oh, look, give me money. I filed the motion to vacate. Using official actions, official actions to raise money. It's disgusting. It's what's disgusting about Washington. My colleague says we've passed the strongest border bills in history. Well, guess what? Look at the border right now. We didn't use sufficient leverage in the debt limit or in any other thing to actually get results on the border. The border is a disaster, really something I don't think you're going to be campaigning on that you fix the border. Second, you said you streamlined regulations. What the gentleman from Louisiana doesn't tell you is that all of the regulatory reform he was just bragging about is waivable by the stroke of a pen of someone in the Biden White House. Do you really think you got anything for that? It's a total joke. And then finally, the welfare to work that the gentleman from Louisiana said we got. The welfare programs that they said that they streamlined with their welfare to work stuff, they're actually going to grow. Because while they did work requirements, they blew out those programs with expanded eligibility. I'm real glad you guys didn't put work requirements on Medicaid. It probably would have resulted in Medicaid expansion. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time. And you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you i reserve okay, I'm gonna, if if if, Den, if denver right now can replay the gates part that is going to go down as one of the most historic moments in the house of representatives that put that sealed the doom of this class that is around that is let's go ahead and play it how long is it play let's let's go ahead and hit it again my colleague says we've passed the strongest border bills in history well guess what look at the border right now we didn't use sufficient leverage in the debt limit or in any other thing to actually get results on the border. The border is a disaster, really something I don't think you're going to be campaigning on that you fix the border. Second, you said you streamlined regulations. What the gentleman from Louisiana doesn't tell you is that all of the regulatory reform he was just bragging about is waivable by the stroke of a pen of someone in the Biden White House. Do you really think you got anything for that? It's a total joke. And then finally, the welfare to work that the gentleman from Louisiana said we got. The welfare programs that they said that they streamlined with their welfare to work stuff, they're actually going to grow. Because while they did work requirements, they blew out those programs with expanded eligibility. I'm real glad you guys didn't put work requirements on Medicaid. It probably would have resulted in Medicaid expansion. And when it comes to how those raise money, I take 
no lecture on asking patriotic Americans to weigh in and contribute to this fight from those who would grovel and bend knee for the lobbyists and special interests who own our leadership, who have, oh, boo all you want, who have hollowed out this town and have borrowed against the future of our future generations. I'll be happy to fund my political operation through the work of hardworking Americans, 10 and 20 and $30 at a time. And you all keep showing up at the lobbyist fundraisers and see how that goes for you. I reserve. When you have Carl Rove and Newt Gingrich all over Murdoch News tonight, tell me, I want you to keep count how many times that clip is played. He called them all out to the heart of what the problem is. That was truth to power. Matt Gaetz, short break. Billy Joe Shaver taking us out. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Iowa, Ms. Henson is recognized for one and one half minutes. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I rise today in support of our speaker, Kevin McCarthy. Let's be very clear here. We would not have a House Republican majority without the relentless efforts of this man, our speaker. Under his leadership, Joe Biden's policies have had a check and balance. His policies have created a horrific border crisis, 10,000 illegal immigrants a day surging across our border. Under Speaker McCarthy, Republicans have passed legislation to secure our border. Joe Biden has done everything to squash American energy, selling our oil reserves to China. Under Speaker McCarthy, Republicans have passed legislation to unleash American energy dominance. Joe Biden has spent taxpayer dollars like there's no tomorrow. Under Speaker McCarthy, we have returned to passing single subject appropriations bills and ending the status quo of omnibus spending. One of the most valuable pieces of advice that I received was from Kevin McCarthy when I got here to DC. He told me to separate the signal from the noise. The noise is those who are causing chaos for their own personal benefit while ignoring the needs of their constituents and this country, grinding our work here to a halt. The signal 
is the many accomplishments that we've delivered for the American people with Speaker McCarthy at the helm. The signal is the failures coming out of the White House time and time again. The signal is the work that we must do today and Here's going the forward. Signal, to si- ma'am. Here's the signal, ma'am. Here's the signal. You should be primaried. Let me be blunt. I'm going to give you some signal. The noise is you. Mike Simpson's got a couple of nasty things up. All of these guys, get them on the phone. They're your reps. They're your problem. Call them up. Call them up. Call their local office. Get their chiefs of staff on the phone. Get the people who work from his phone. Go, what's going on here? Simpson's saying this is terrible. This is awful. Places like Idaho and Montana, Iowa. I mean, this is the backbone of the country. These people come up here and they don't represent you. They represent the swamp. They represent the swamp, and they got it up in their grill today. Matt Gates gave it to them with both barrels. They had no response. McHenry was a disaster. And Matt Gates called him out. He says, hey, you notice I know the last three guys up here have all voted for the debt ceiling. All of you voted for the debt ceiling. And then you tried to sell it after you can't embrace it anywhere. You can't go to a town hall because the American people know what you did. You offered the second year. To Biden, they didn't even ask for it. Talk about negotiation. You gave them everything. And then all the regulations, all, they're all lies and all spin. And today you got called out. So McHenry and Graves suck on this. You got fired along with McCarthy getting fired. Now, I fully expect, I anticipate McCarthy's going to try to come back. They're not going to take this. First off, his, his lobbyists and donors that own him are going to resuscitate the carcass. This is one of these vampire movies where the vampire keeps coming back, Dracula keeps coming back. We haven't put, what is it, the, uh, is it the silver stake in his heart? Metaphorically. Metaphorically. God, unbelievable. Uh, a day of contemplation on what you just did. This is 100% your victory. You did this, and you had some pretty good instruments. Matt Gates was nothing short of historic. Watch this. We'll put it together so you can see. And, and look at the counter-arguments to save McCarthy. Is that the best you got, bro? Uh, your oversight. And Jim Jordan, that was embarrassing. You talked about the three. That was embarrassing. You guys have dropped the ball. Jim, where, where's, where's, where are the indictments? Where are the, where are the subpoenas? Where are the guys getting grilled? How big is your staff? What's going on? And Jordan and Comer, can you answer the question? Make sure to answer this tonight when you're up on Fox with the big crocodile tears, all the hosts and big crocodile tears. McCarthy's lawyers run the deal. We know that. President Trump got sanctioned today by a radical judge. What have, what have you guys done about any of that? What have you done about Jack Smith? What have you done about anything? He's up there getting crucified right now. And they put, a, they put a sanction on him. They put a gag order on him. Total election interference. Where have you guys been? Nowhere. Where's McCarthy been? Nowhere. For the first time in the history of this republic, a sitting Speaker of the House has been fired. Been fired. And don't think that the apparatus, don't think that the D.C. Uniparty cartel, don't think that they're going away because they're not. They're coming at 6.30 tonight. The conference is going to meet. Tomorrow we are scheduled, subject to change, to have Matt Gates and Nancy Mace and Matt Rosendale and many other of the heroes of today. 
But tonight could be a long night. So we're going to go to the next hour. I want to thank Birch Gold. By the way, I think Birch Gold and the um, unspoken hero on this is the Birch Gold, the end of the dollar empire with my partners at Birch Gold. Particularly, it's all free. Number three, the debt trap. They can't fool you anymore. They can't lie to you anymore. They can't say, oh, we got $4.5 trillion of cuts. You got nothing, dude. You got a $2 trillion deficit here, and $8 trillion has got to be refinanced. You're going to have another $2 trillion next year. Suck on that. Don't, don't spin me graves. You got to bring a lot more intellectual firepower. You got to hit three digit IQ before you can go toe to toe in the war room. And, and, and Natalie Winters called you. You're going to go debate anybody. You're going to debate everybody. You hid like a little baby. And today you got fired. And McHenry, you can bang that gavel like a nine-year-old all you want. You got fired. And McCarthy, you got fired and humiliated in front of the world. Because the grassroots finally stepped up and said, you know what? These rhinos, we had enough of. We had enough of the lies, had enough of the spin. So Newt and Carl Rove and all you other guys, the D.C. crowd, just saying, and if they try to move on Gates and throw him out of the conference, let's have another fight. Let's go. Let's roll. You're in the fight club. Fights that matter. Okay, Billy Joe's going to take us out. Historic day. 1,000% your day. We cannot rest on our pitchforks because we have a lot more work ahead and starting tonight because they're coming, baby, and they're going to come hard. They're going to roll hard on this. They are furious. The D.C. Uniparty Cartel, furious. Okay, short break. I want to thank Birchgold, birchgold.com. Go get it. Go get all the free end of the dollar empire. Do it today. Get over there. You guys are, you deserve this. What a magnificent, not just audience, group of activists. Human agency. You saw it today. Your agency. Short break. We're back in for a on fire hour two in the war in the war room. Billy Joe Shaver and John Anderson take us out. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. 
You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out.